Hey Queens, and welcome to another episode of Soul Cultivation, the podcast. I am your host, Mila Sharice, and if this is your first time tuning in with us, welcome. I am so excited you are here, and my prayer for you is that you receive whatever God led you to this podcast to get. I don't believe anything happens by coincidence or circumstance. This is divine. Whether someone you know shared this episode, you may have accidentally clicked on it. However you were led here, just know that it is divine. And I have faith that you'll get a word today that tugs at your spirit. That is my goal. And if you're returning, welcome back. <laughs> Listen, y'all, thank y'all so much for all the love and support. Y'all motivate me more than you know, and it is so appreciated. Thank y'all for choosing to invest in yourself while having a good time in the process. Listen, this is a form of soul and self-care, feeding your mind with things that speak to you and encourage your faith to grow. It's so necessary. I have a message for y'all today. So if you don't have your tea, your water, whatever you like to drink, I encourage you to press pause and go grab it because I'm coming in hot, humble, open, and transparent. <laughs> have you ever felt convicted by the opinions of others knowing that you are not what they call you, knowing you have more deep down on the inside of you, or knowing that what they're saying about you is a complete and total lie. Blink your eyes twice. You don't have to raise your hands. You don't have to tell yourself. You don't have to tell nobody. But check this out. I'm going to keep it 100 with you because, listen, I would say the first 29 years of my life was lived based on the thoughts and opinions of others simply because I didn't know who I was and I was seeking to find my identity in everyone and in everything outside of me. There is a tremendous pull in our culture for women to seek identity in all the wrong places. A woman's true identity is not in her intelligence. It's not in the title and position she holds in the workplace, nor is it in her partner or even her kids. And of course, society would suggest otherwise. But let me tell you the truth. Your identity is in God, the one who died for your sins and transgressions, the one who gave his son as a living sacrifice, the one who created you and knew you before you were secretly made. If you don't know what you were born to be and do, you will become a victim of other people's opinion and you will imitate some of everybody. But we're going to fix that today because we're not about to be walking around here mindless um, and selfless. Well, selfless, yes, but with no self-identity, no. We're about to figure out who we are and we're about to begin to walk in it. Because your confidence and your humility can coexist, right? There is only one way to find your identity, and that is by cracking the code to who you are in Christ. It's no other way. But here's a disclaimer. As you do this, you will be fulfilled without the need for anyone to confirm who you know you are. People are gonna start approaching you different knowing, uh-uh, you can't talk to her any kind of way cause she know who she is. Or you can't pull the wool over her eyes cause she different, right? Why do you think I faithfully start off by welcoming and addressing y'all as queens? I'm not calling you a queen because that's a cool thing to say right now or cause it's cute. I call y'all queens because that's who God calls each of us, a queen. Y'all know I have to look up the definition. I like clarity and understanding. And one definition of a queen 
describes it like this. The female ruler of an independent state, especially one who inherits the position by right of birth. It's your birthright to be not only called, but treated like a queen because you inherited that position. You inherited that name. Now, it's time to get your notepad, ladies, or take a mental note if you're driving or something because we're about to understand so that we can play this thing out. I'm going to give y'all the key to finding your identity in Christ and showing his word to be true and how you begin to live your life. Um, now, in order for you to find your identity in Christ and walk in your destiny, you must submit to God. I'm currently reading this devotional by Dr. Miles Monroe, and it says, When a woman submits to God, Christ will work in her and through her by his spirit. In this way, she will be enabled to accomplish all the purposes he has for her, but in his strength, not her own. And that's so good. Like, let's break it down so we can do what? Come on. Those of you who've been listening should be able to fill in the blank. But for my new queens, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> we break it down so we can understand and apply it or put it into action. It doesn't do us any good to understand something if we don't know how to apply it, right? So when a woman submits to God, Christ will work in and through her by his spirit. So step number one. You got to submit to God. You have to submit. Submitting means surrender. Now, listen, if you could submit and surrender to that man that you knew you didn't need to be with, that man that you created a soul tie with, that man that was a rebound and a backup for you to get over the last one, you could submit to God. Okay? That's first and foremost because you have to give God authority to use your body to do his works here on earth. And so you must submit. Once you submit, Christ comes to work in and then through you. Moment of transparency. I used to pray so hard for Christ to move through me, to work through me. And nothing major was really happening. But baby, when I started asking to be worked in and then through, things started happening like crazy. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I will say that. Be careful what you ask for. Obviously, that was a good be careful what you ask for. But it definitely proved that when you ask for something, it's going to come. So when you ask, be clear. <laughs> he wants to work in you first to make all things new in his image so that the things he does through you are done his way. He has to remove your ego. He has to heal all the hurt in places and teach you how to forgive. He has to restore your mind. He has to give you his peace, right? So this can only be done when you submit and let him work in you and then through you one of my spiritual sisters got me adding this to my prayer we were on a zoom call one night and we were ending um this sisterhood mentorship meeting that we were doing and she prayed us out and y'all i'm gonna use my name in place of her name but she said a prayer and she said i pray that you decrease jamila and increase the holy spirit your spirit is simply not enough if it was, you wouldn't be seeking God or you wouldn't be lost trying to figure out who you are. You would already be able to affirm who you are and nobody's opinion would matter. We being real, right? <laughs> okay, because I can't fake it. I want to see y'all win. So we're going to continue to keep it real. 
we're going to continue to keep it real because we need to change. We need to be the catalyst of change. We need to crack the code for our children's children's children. And so that's what we're on the mission to do. I challenge you to add that to your prayer before you go into that job that you hate or before you go to that family function around people that tear your nerves up <laughs> or even just on a day to day to be clear that you don't want to operate outside of the spirit's guidance, the Holy Spirit's guidance. Right. So the text goes on to say in this way, she will be enabled to accomplish all the purposes he has for her, but in his strength not her own. When you begin to walk in your purpose, your schedule is going to fill up. Your to-do list is going to be full. Okay. It's going to have a lot on it. And there's no possible way to get it all done. If you're operating in the strength, if you're not operating in the strength of the Lord, there's no way. His strength provides stamina and your strength you look at all you really need to do and think there's not enough time in the day. Like, how am I supposed to get this done? And then things get left off and then you tire and then stress and anxiety kicks in and you start looking a little beat down and busted because, because you, I mean, how you feel reflects outward all because you're trying to operate outside of your physical capacity. But when you get partnered up with God, and he enables you to accomplish all your purposes here on earth. And yes, I said purposes because you don't just have one purpose. Your purpose is connected to another purpose that's connected to another purpose. So don't think once you figure out your purpose that that's it because it's not. He will deposit his strength in you. Once you find the first purpose that's connected to the next person purpose, he will deposit his strength in you to get it done. You'll no longer be tired all the time because your calling will fill you. You'll no longer think there's not enough time in a day to complete your to-do list. There will be no stress and anxiety due to you being overworked and tired. No, you'll have plenty of time to get it done while still enjoying life in the process. And guess what? You'll even have time to relax. Think of some of like the leaders. Now, the first people that come to mind, um, are the leaders of my church and some of the mentors and people that I um, have and that I follow. If you would see some of their schedules or some of the things that they're doing, like how many different things they have going on at one time. I mean, creating this, leaving their house, flying here to go do this, show up there, leaving to go somewhere else. Like, you would think, how are you doing all of this? But when you get partnered with God, you begin to understand how people get stuff done because they're operating outside of their own capacity. They're operating in the strength of God, right? So God is saying, connect with me, partner with me, and you'll love your life. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but even in the hard times or the rough times, you're going to understand or you're going to have that strength down on the inside of you to know that is temporary and that you're going to make it out and that it's still connected to your purpose and that it's still going to be connected and worked out for your good, right? You won't be able to imagine how you would be living if it wasn't for him. For some reason, I'm thinking of a phone right now. Think of a phone off the charger. How long is it before the battery is depleted? Like completely depleted, 
it done cut off in the middle of a conversation and in need of a charge. Now, some of y'all wouldn't know because you always ask them, what percent you on trying to get the charge of knowing you only on five, 50%, right? <laughs> but for real, how long before it needs to be reconnected and charged up? Answer that for yourself according to your schedule and how much you use your phone. But here's the imagery that matters. Think of a phone when it is connected to that charger. It's able to be used to its full capacity. That's what it's like when you have the strength of God. You're connected to the source in which the charger is the source in the case of the phone. But there is no depletion. Again, your purpose and your gift will fill you. There will be no identity crisis. You'll no longer look for others to verify you like that blue check everybody wants on Instagram, right? <laughs> like I always encourage you, get connected to the source. That is your source of your strength. His strength is going to give you stamina. His strength is going to um, help you into help you figure out your purpose. Not help you figure out your purpose, but help you live out your purpose, right? So just to recap, when a woman submits to God, I'm just going back to the text, y'all, um, for this recap. When a woman submits to God, Christ will work in her and through her by his spirit. In this way, she will be enabled to accomplish all the purposes he has for her, but in his strength, not her own. So listen to me, y'all. God made you unique because of the purposes he had in mind for you. And some of the scripture readings to study over to confirm everything that I said, because, you know, I want to point you out to the law. I want to point you out to the manual so that you can ask the Holy Spirit to decrease you and increase so that you can get a better understanding to walk this thing out in your life. Right. So just um, three scriptures that can be used to confirm. First Corinthians chapter two, verse 12. Um, Psalm. 139 verse 13 through 18 and then galatians chapter 2 verse 20 um and as always queen it was so nice spending this time with you and of course i encourage you to reach out send all your feedback topic ideas let me know if i was in your business or even if you just want to reach out and say hey i love it all the best ways to reach out um is via email at IamNeelaCharice at gmail.com or on any social media platform at IamNeelaCharice. This info is also in my podcast description. So if you prefer to see it, it is there. I look forward to hearing from you and remember to go forth in love, peace, and the power of God. Until next time.